Welcome back to tomorrow's Office Talk. Our week five picks are in. We're going to see this week if the Bills can continue their hot streak and see if the Jags can start a little streak of their own. Heading into week five. Thursday night game just wrapped up. It was actually really good. The Bears versus Commanders. I thought it was really good for the expectations are behind it. Uh, Bears winning 40 to 20. Yeah. I didn't expect the Bears to put up 40 points. But I did expect Justin Fields to come out there and play with confidence. I expected the team to play with confidence. But I really didn't expect the performance to be like that. Like their defense, I mean, stepped it up. Because yeah. they they were going into that game to me as the worst defense I've ever seen, you know, in front of the Bengals. Bengals are the worst defense I've seen this year. I think the Broncos have the worst defense. I but mean, sorry, I meant Broncos. The Broncos yeah, yeah. But, but mine would have been Broncos and Bears too. Yeah. So like, I expected the Commanders to at least put up twenty eight, like at very least. Yeah. But they only put up twenty. And to be fair, I don't think Sam Howell looked that bad for his first year starting. I don't think he looked that bad. I. I don't think he looked bad either. I see the toughness. I do see that. Um, obviously, he's going to have to clean some things up. He missed a wide-open touchdown to a guy he played in college with. I think it was Pringle. Either Pringle or Brown. I think it was Brown. Um, commanders have so many fucking receivers, I can't keep up with all of them. Yeah, and they sold every single one, too. Like, yes, he's, he's hitting every target. Um, but I did want to see Sam Howe come back from that Bills game. And well no. He who, he came back from the Bills game. Who did they play uh a game before? The Eagles and they lost the in overtime. Game. Yeah. So he came back from the Bills game, playing the Eagles, great game. To me, great turnaround for the team. And I was thinking Sam Howell would then bounce, like tag along go into next week and have like a better game. You got that under your belt, okay. Now let's go get this other game. But now they're on a three-game losing streak. Now the team has things to think about, like where do they turn it around. I'm not sure who they have next, but Sam Howell did look good toughness-wise. Like he has, still has some accuracy um, to work on, like the accuracy skills work on. Yeah, I mean, some of that stuff's still going to come with time too. And I think because this is like the best quarterback they've had in a while, in my opinion. Like, that's something we still can't really look past. And I, I I know he missed that, like, pretty wide open one. And he barely missed it, to be fair. Like, if it was half a foot closer, it was right in the dude's hand. Um, but, yeah, it's still something he has to clean up. still something he has to develop with. But I don't know. I actually really liked what I saw from him. Um, and his old line looked abysmal, in my opinion. It... There were so many times where he was getting the ball. He, I, it seemed like he didn't have a, any time to let a play develop. And he was just getting – he was running, uh, somehow just making out of plays he shouldn't have made it out of, yeah. and just making it back to the line of scrimmage. That's that's a huge win. Um, but I felt like he played pretty smart, which was like a pretty big part of it. And to be fair, like he probably shouldn't let the Bears pit 40 up on you. DJ Moore just went absolutely insane, just had – game of his life everything that he caught it seems like he was just it seems like when he first caught it there just wasn't a defender on him 
like there was, but it's like there wasn't. It was really weird. It always they, took that second level of defenders to get them. Yeah, that drum. They didn't think to double cover DJ Moore. They didn't think to double. Co- uh, they didn't think to not jump for the like try to jump the gun and go for the pick. I've seen it a couple. I've seen it maybe once, and then the other time, his last touchdown, the defender in man coverage, one on one, jumped and tried to tip the pass. I knew it was one on one because after him, it was after that defender, it was nobody in front of him. It's just his beeline to the uh, end zone. Yeah. So. I mean, DJ Moore, back-to-back games, just looking good. Yeah. Justin, Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, back-to-back games, looking good. Yep. I do, I do lower this commander's defense quite a bit. I thought, it was, I thought their D-line was going to be a lot better than what it was. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like this was more on their defense and their coaching than it was on, like, Sam Howell or really anyone in their offense for the most part. Because for the most part, stuff that was thrown was caught just depending where it was. They had a fourth and three where you're down enough to where you should probably go for it. They didn't. They went for a field goal, and then they found themselves needing to go for another field goal for a 46-yarder, and he missed, but, like, it's a 46-yarder. Like, that shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Those aren't yeah. automatic. I, I don't know. It, it really felt like coaching and that defense because defense felt like it just got exploited quite a few times, mainly by the player errors, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you just saw stuff. You just saw them doing shit that they just shouldn't do, like turning yeah. their back to DJ Moore when he's running behind on a one-on-one. Like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> like, yeah, this he's getting all of, the, all of the attention from Justin Fields this whole game. Why doesn't the defensive attention shift to him? Why are you guys... Worried about every other receiver, Cole Kmet, Mooney. I mean, Mooney, Mooney had a really, to me, like a 50-bomb, a 50-bomb that was wide open. Fields missed him on it. Next play, they go to DJ Moore, 50-bomb, and he hits it. So it's kind of like, I think receivers on the Bears, it's like they only have room for one receiver to me and a tight end. Because this happens all the time when I watch Bears games, all the Darnell Mooney, I just feel so bad for the guy. Yeah, he's a really talented wide receiver, too. This is the second game where he has zero receptions. Yeah, I mean, just look at the stats. Fields went 15 for 29 for 282 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. DJ Moore caught 8 of 10 for 230 yards. Yep. So that leaves you 52 yards from left over for three touchdowns. And then I know Cole Komet had – he probably had the majority of the other yards because he he also had that one other touchdown. He did. He had – what, 30-plus yards? Yeah, it, was, it might have been like 35, maybe 40, yeah. like right around there. Yeah. But, like, it's only two people. What What are we doing? Like, at least block one of them off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, I don't know what they were doing going into halftime, but in halftime, the scouting report should have changed. Look, we need three people on DJ Moore. What the fuck? I mean, he was just having his way out there. It's like every time he caught the ball, it's for at least 30-plus yards. Yeah, absolutely. Also, Washington needs to trade Scary Terry. They do not fucking use him enough. Like, this is a legit number one wide receiver, in my opinion, and a fantastic number two, and it feels like they use him for three or four. Yeah, they just have too many too many wide receivers on that team. They used every single one. It kind of reminded me of the Chiefs. They're using their whole wide receiver room. I've seen Pringle, Brown, forgot they had Jamison Crowder, Curtis Samuel, Scary Terry, and you still using Logan Wilson, John Dotson, Dotson. Like, I mean, you you have all these fucking receivers. 
I don't see the point for all of them. I mean, trade somebody, you get some picks or something. I know that's coming. Either Dotson or uh, Scary Terry. One of them, in my opinion. Because yeah. you'll get pretty good value for either one. Honestly, you're hurting your own value with Terry at this rate. Because like, you're not even utilizing him to show, like, hey, this is what we got. Do you want it? You know what I'm saying? You want you want this great player? Yeah. It's like, hey, here's our guy we use as our fourth string wide receiver who gets three targets a game. Want him? It's yep. like... Well, not for what you're fucking probably going to ask. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take him for a six, I guess. Yeah, like, I mean, with how they use him, that's what, in my opinion, what someone would offer him. Definitely. I mean, and Brian Robinson caught the short end of the stick this game. What does he have? Six carries for maybe 10 yards? Or is it t- somewhere in that realm? He only had like 10 yards where I just feel like he should have been given more opportunities. But. Again, it was 40 to 20, so you're playing from behind. So I understand that. Yeah, and the Bears started that off hot, too. So it's yeah. like they kind of almost instantly had to abandon the run game. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe use him a little bit more in passing. I, I don't know. It's just yeah, it felt they, like things just weren't working. Yeah, their backup. Uh, I cannot, for the life of me, remember who the name of their backup, but he did play receiver in college. So they were using him a lot. Uh, so... Yeah, that was going to drive me crazy because it's actually a pretty common name. Yeah. Uh, Brian Robinson, I mean, he he was out of the game for those obvious passing downs because you have an extra receiver, which I don't see why you need him (laughs) Um, back there in the backfield. When you have fucking – it almost looked like they had 10 targets to go to on the field at all times. Like all of these receivers just seemed to me they were on the field at the same time. I mean, it's – Antonio Gibson. Gibson, yep. That's who we're thinking of. Yep. Antonio Gibson. I mean, okay. I'm just going to count right now how many people caught a ball this game for Washington. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Yes. How many like, of those were receivers? I guarantee you it's like nine or that, eight. I'm not too positive because I have their position. Okay. Um, So I could be wrong on a few of them. Right. But like, like – Terry had four catches. Yep. You have three players, Cole Turner, Byron Pringle, mm-hmm. Damian Brown, that have one catch. For sure, last two are receivers. Yeah. It's like, in my opinion, those three players haven't proven themselves as playmakers in mm-hmm. any way. Um, so give those targets to Terry. Like, I don't I, – I can't wrap my hand around it. John Bates, I don't know who that is. It sounds like a tight end. Um, he had two catches, but it's like – yeah, you're just going to so many different people. Here. Yeah, it's, I mean, use the playmakers, you know. Brown, it's just so crazy because I wish I could just pull up that play. Brown, he was so fucking fit. Got to the end zone, and like I said, one point five to two seconds, split the defense fast like, as went, hell for sure. Yes, went right up the scene. All you had to do was lay it on him. I mean, he's so wide open. You almost could have lobbed the shit. I mean, it's just one of those classic commentators saying. You know, wish he had that one back. Yeah. It's just, it happens to all the quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, I'm not weighing it too much. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the way he played the rest of the game was good. Yeah. For the most part. Like, he, he played good. He didn't, he was not the reason they lost, in my opinion. Nah. I mean, I could say he's the reason it being a 20 point game versus a 13 to 12 point game. And Miss Dotson on a, ah, fuck it. It's just, <laughs> He didn't let up 40 points, so hmm? he didn't let up 40 points. Yeah. That's what I'm, like, saying. Like, he – I think they should have put up 28. Maybe if they're in a different scenario where they didn't have to try different shit, mm-hmm. maybe they do. You know what I'm saying? But 
I don't know. I think the Bears defense and play calling it really shit the bet on this one. Or the Commanders. Oh, shoot. The play calling? Yeah. I think the play calling Sheesh. is That's... Damn. Not, not going for it on fourth and third when you're down like 16 points. Yeah. And you're... You could accidentally throw a fucking touchdown in from right there where they were. I think they're yeah. about 15 yards out at max. Later like, in the, Yeah, later in the game, I see that. Yeah, like it's not like they were down 10 points early in the game. No, you're down 16 points after halftime. Like, you got yeah. to be more aggressive. Hell yeah. All right, let's go ahead and dive into our predictions for week five. Let's go ahead and start off with our London game. We have Jaguars and the Bills. Kind of weird because it shows like Jaguars at the Bills, but I thought all the London games were for the Jaguars. I guess not. Um, oh, no. That's a neutral. It was a neutral zone. Yeah, yeah. Jaguars fans showed up for the landing game, though. There, yeah. there, there was a lot. It was yeah, very surprising. because they Jaguars are there every year. Yeah. Um, but I think – so this is how I see it. I see the Bills winning, right? They should win. They are 100% the better team right now. I think the Jaguars' offense have – sputtered and not really getting the grasp it needs to get their defense stepped up last game but it was against Desmond Ritter who I I'm very low on now um but they have to travel to London while Jaguars were there for a week that might just be the x factor to help the Jaguars win this game you could be completely right and that could be you could be on point I just have no faith in the Jaguars oh neither do I you beating a Desmond Ritter quarterback team, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He he sucked that game. I mean, he sucked. And the Bills look like they're on a tear right now. I mean, you, you put anybody in front of them, they're going to treat them like food. Bills are playing good football right now. Jaguars are trying to get it back. They were Like I said, they were trying to avoid that 0-5 um, losing streak or that five-game losing streak. I don't see them – beating the Bills at all, what, sleep, sleep or not. What I, has me a little nervous, too, about the Bills mm-hmm. is I feel like they play really good against good teams with a chip on their shoulder because people like people will say Miami's going to beat the fuck out of the Bills. Like, that was – there was – people thought Miami was just going to blow the Bills out. and But when they do that, it's like the Bills get a chip on their shoulder. There's no way they're going with any kind of chip on their shoulder against the Jaguars. That also has me a little nervous. They beat the hell out of the Commanders. Yeah, that is true, so, but that's also after they lost. To okay to the Jets, you see what I'm saying? So like I feel like that was oh, kind that of was the, I think it was very next game. I believe so. Okay, so I, I felt like that was that their was chip on recent. the shoulder. It's like no, like we're better than what you just saw week one. And then they just went and beat the fuck out of the Commanders. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see them. Um, I still don't see the Jags because no, nah, I just think the Bills defense is gonna step. But I mean, they just lost Trey White. That's a huge loss. Yeah, but I mean, we did see the Jaguars. Uh, a week ago, we did see their offense on display. Ingram showing up. Kirk doing his thing. ETN looking looking a little better, in my opinion. Trevor Lawrence doing his thing. But, I mean, if they – I don't think this thing is going to be a shootout. No, I think if the Bills run away without offense, the game's just over. Like, yeah. the Jaguars' offense won't be able to keep up at the current pace they've played. There's no yeah. shot. Yeah, I got Bills there. Yeah, I'm going to take Bills too. Going to our next one, we got Texans at the Falcons. This, if you were to ask me a week ago, I would have thought this game would be a lot closer. But after I watched Desmond Ritter play for a full game, I cannot stand watching him play. I just, 
obviously I wanted the Jags to lose last week because AFC South. But so I'm rooting for the other team. It just felt like they just never had a chance with Desmond Ritter throwing the ball. It the few plays that they try to throw deep, it's like as soon as you threw the ball, I'm like, this isn't gonna work out. Just it just felt that way after watching it and I am not high on the Falcons at all because they have a ton of weapons and Ritter cannot utilize them. Look, I know I'm going to say this. You're going to hear me say this every every show until it happens. They need to go get Kirk Cousins somehow. You put Kirk Cousins in the right in the right place, in the right position, he can he can bring a team up. He can progress a team. Like Ritter, Ritter there, I think Ritter got really lucky to get around this team, and he is not acting like it. Like he was really blessed, and he's like gonna miss out on his blessing because they got to get rid of him. I uh, I was talking to someone earlier in really interesting conversation about maybe Kyler Murray to the Falcons. For what? I have no idea. <laughs> I just I just don't feel like the Cardinals really want him at this rate. He's he's gonna be out this whole season. That's what's gonna happen. They're yeah. gonna have one of the worst uh, records, so they're gonna have one of the top draft picks. I don't know if they'll finish with the first one. I mean, they're on pace to potentially get the first overall, and they're going to take Caleb Williams if that's there. But, I mean, you also got a few other stud QBs in this class too that, I don't know, maybe Bo they Nicks. try to get, maybe, yeah, Bo Nix. Bo Nix, man, I like him. They got the dude from Duke, I think, right? Is it Duke? Am I thinking of? Talking about North, uh, North UNC, Carolina, UNC. Drake May. The Blues. The Blues confuse me sometimes. Nah, yeah, same. Rival schools. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's some people in – Kyler could potentially be good with the Falcons. I mean, we've yeah. seen him with D-Hop. He utilized D-Hop for the most part. And you'd give him a bunch of weapons. So that's an interesting scenario, I think. Is it unrealistic? I don't yeah. know if it'll happen, but it doesn't that seem. Team, I, I could see him making a difference more than not. So yeah. Him on that team, I'd like it. It'd be a step up no matter what from Ritter, in my opinion. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I'm also sure. looking to see if uh, Texans kind of keep up their heat with their offense this game. I think so. Um, I think so. Like, I'm looking forward to the – I'm not really worried about their offense. I'm looking forward to their defense because their defense has been playing good football the past two games. Um, it's like they turned it around since the Colts game. I know I keep bringing that Colts game up, but them giving up those points in the Colts game, it's like, look, this is not who we are type of thing. And they turned it around. They're – they shut out to me. They shut out the Steelers. Like you not getting, a, you not scoring a touchdown. That's a shutout to me. You know, a shutout to me is not really a, sh- a shutout. Is really not scoring points. I get that, but <laughs> their defense dominated the, yeah. the Steelers. They dominated them. Yeah, they did their thing. So uh, I don't think they'll have. I think they'll have trouble with the Falcons, but I don't think it's enough trouble to lose that game. Yeah, like, I agree. I I could see this being closer than what it should be. Just because the Texans also still a young team, like they're gonna have bumps in the road at some point this season. This very well could be one. Uh, C.J. Stroud, I don't think he's thrown an interception yet, which is super impressive. So I think he's uh, on pace for a record four games without interception. It's one of those things that kind of creeps on you. It's like when is it gonna happen? Like you're not gonna have a career where you don't throw a single interception. At some point, a wide receiver's gonna fuck up and it's gonna turn into an interception. Like that happens. I don't even think that's a bad thing. Interceptions. Gonna happen. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's this uh, CJ Stroud is just playing great football, and if any type of bump in the road is to come up here, it's gonna be on their defense. Because I think he's just playing incredibly, incredibly smart with an offensive line that is banged up. 
Like, he's very decisive and getting that ball out quick. I mean, or getting out of the pocket. He knows what he's doing in a split second. It's it's masterful to watch, kind of. Yeah, and people, people were uh, talking down on him a lot going into the draft because of that fucking test that they take, which I don't even remember what the name of it is. The fucking test. Personality test or some shit? No. It's Magazine like a, test? It's some kind of like IQ test apparently for, okay. the, for the QBs. Okay. And I've never heard of it before this year. So that's why I didn't put any fucking weight into it because they're like, oh, he did worse out of all these QBs, like historically bad test scores. It's like, what, what does that fucking mean? How come I've never heard of it before, but someone does bad and he's projected to go high and now people just want to fucking make some kind of narrative with it. He's playing very smart football as a quarterback. Hell yeah. Hell yes. And for him to turn the Texans around the way he is, like I thought Davis Mills was doing a good job when he, he, when he first started, but he wasn't doing what CJ Stroud's doing. I mean, th- this, this guy's playing good. I just, I just think they're going to be scary once their O-line gets healthy and they f- consistently figure it out on the defense. I think they just lost another left tackle, by the way. I'm pretty sure they did. Tunsil going out again? Possibly. Yeah. I, I remember seeing something about someone being – no, it was someone named, with the last name Green. Okay. Yeah, I don't – I was going to say Laramie Tunsil is just going in and out. Like, yeah. He's playing. Then I, I think it's almost time for him. Also, retire. we got to give D'Amico Ryan some respect too. Hell yeah. He's a defensive headed coach. That's what it yeah. – You normally don't see them come out and put up 30 points back-to-back games like that their first year at the very least. And he seems like he's also just kind of changed the culture and, like, has gotten these young guys to buy in. That's exactly what it – I mean, I cannot give him uh, credit. I'm all about defense. And, really, I think that's what it might be. D'Amico seeing that their defense got beat up on and was like, look, this can't happen again. Watch the tape. Like, look, this is where we're going to make those changes. And it looks like that's what happened. I mean, I want to see this go throughout the season. I really want to see all the teams – in the league do well because it makes for better football games. But Texans are one team I like. Obviously, I'll kind of root for their downfall because they're AFC South. But I do like watch good football, and they're playing good football. So Hell yeah. All right, going on to our next game, we got the Panthers at Detroit. I'm not even going to lie. I'm kind of nervous about this one for the Lions just because Amaran St. Brown is now doubtful. I believe he has abdominal pain or some kind of illness. Uh, Jamar Gibbs, he is questionable. Uh, they're getting back uh, Jameson Williams. He's questionable. Is Damn. Brian Branch is questionable. It's, it feels kind of like a letdown game for me just because it's like a perfect storm of all these injuries. And, like, I, I don't know if the Panthers will go undefeated. It's kind of like how even, like, the Colts last year with their, like, four wins. They beat the Kansas City in one of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, one of those random good teams they beat. I'm, I'm still going to pick the Lions to win it, but, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I'm going Lions because, to me, they have the best tight end in the league. The, they have – now, when I say the best tight end in the league, the be, I'm saying the best tight end that's – playing the best or the tight end that's playing the best right now Laporta I mean he's shocking the hell out of me he's consistently playing good Laporta and David Montgomery I mean go to to both of those guys you're gonna win this game Khalif Raymond is stepping up he's also questionable questionable as well I believe so I I don't know what to tell you man they're like whole offense is kind of questionable right now (laughs) listen they've been playing too much good football I mean it was bound to happen yeah they've been playing hard as shit they've I'm you see David Montgomery went out early um 
But damn, just give it. I'm saying, just give it to your playmakers. Just stick to actually, just stick to the game plan. Almost have a mindset of like next man up type of thing. Plug and play. Like, yeah, it's like put the next dude up. Roll with it. Stick. I know you just lost Amon St. Brown, your best receiver. That's gonna make things tough. I mean, yeah. if he's still questionable, right? So is a chance he plays? He's doubtful. Doubtful. They, they rolled him to doubtful after practice today. Yeah, abdominal pain. Yeah. Uh, and then Jamo, he's questionable mainly because they wanted it to get him up to speed. So maybe this is one of those things. It's like, hey, you're you're going to get more snaps than we actually thought you were going to for this week, um, and just maybe a lesser role. But I feel like he's probably going to end up having to play now just because of all these questionable injuries. If he's actually healthy too, like we need a healthy body out there at this rate. Yeah, I think a loss to the Panthers really does nothing to me. Like I don't think you like revert or change any game plans or schemes, anything. Just wait till everyone gets healthy. But I still think they have a chance at winning. I, I think Panthers, they do too. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things that's like kind of creeping on me. Yeah. It's like potentially could happen. And if they're healthy, I don't think this game would really be that close. And I think it would be a good win. But what I'm looking forward to is Jared Goff proving himself. So you got all this in front of you. Can you still make it out? Yeah. Unscathed. It'll be a good game. Moving on to the next one, we have the Titans at the Colts. This is a. Uh, there's a lot of history between the Titans and the Colts. Um, Andrew Luck went 11-0 against the Titans. Since then, we've struggled to beat them. So it's kind of been like a back and forth. But I feel like the Titans are the worst team in the AFC South because if Derrick Henry doesn't have a good game, they just kind of lose. Yeah, Derrick Henry, like I said, he, he saves the team. He saves Tannehill. So if, if Derrick Henry is not running more than Tannehill's throwing, you're not going to win the game. I mean – of course, you can run Derrick Henry the whole game, but if he's not actually making an impact on the game, they're not winning the game because him running the ball wears the fuck out of a defense. It wears them out. This man running 30 times a game, and he's looking to hit somebody. Like He doesn't shy away from the hit, so it's like that's going to put pressure on the defense. And then you just turn around and pass the ball. It's like, fuck, I just tackled this fucking truck. And now I gotta <laughs> check these receivers. I mean, it's. I, I think the way to beat the Titans is to force them to pass because yeah. Tannehill's not fucking good, in yeah. my opinion. He he turns the ball over, probably the most in the league at this rate, I would assume. Because I mean, he started Week One with three interceptions, and I think he's thrown like there might have been one game where he didn't throw an interception. So he's at least like like five probably. That's not yeah. even looking at it. I would assume probably like five interceptions. Yeah. Um. But I'm also really looking forward to see how the Colts' offense comes out this time because they came out really flat against the Rams, and that's ultimately what lost on the game. But if they come out like that second half, Colts, I don't think this game will be that close, in my opinion. The trend I've been seeing with the Colts um, this season is they pick a half where they actually want to play. I've never – well, I'm not going to say I've never, but I, for this season, I haven't seen them consistently play – at the same speed. To me, I was thinking about this last game too. It kind of feels like they over plan for halves because they plan, every team plans the whole game out. Yeah. Like they, they almost write like a script of how they want it to go. Yeah. And it feels like they just over plan. And then like, even if something's working, they're like, well, this was the plan going to the second half. We're sticking to our plan. Yeah. Or this is our plan in the first half. We're okay. sticking to it. Okay. That's so what it feels like to me. A team is just adjusting to that while you're not adjusting at all. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they've made adjustments. Or 
maybe that Rams game was a difference where they did make the adjustments in that second half, and that's why it went to uh, overtime. Yeah, like that was the second overtime of the season. Um, I I think the Colts. Well, I I feel like the Colts got this one. They're at home. They haven't won at home in like a year. What? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, because they only they have four, won you home. Remember, they only had four wins last year. The Colts. Yep. Nah, I I didn't know that. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. God damn! I gotta do. I gotta do some research. <laughs> uh, um, wow, this is their bounce back game. No, this is the team. Honestly, you want to bounce back game? Do it to the Titans. Titans just came off a win. We know how random the fucking Titans are, but they just came off a win. And I've seen the Titans go on back to back, like maybe three game win streaks. But I don't think this is gonna be one of them. This feels like if the Colts win this in a solid way, that like people are really going to buy into the team after this. Like Colts fans, that is, more than anything. Because mm-hmm. obviously see, you see certain games differently as a fan of one team. And like this one feels like if we were doing this last year in the same scenario, we lose it. But if you come out and change kind of that narrative with it and win this, like you're going to have Colts fans really buying into the head coach and the, the quarterback. I think Richardson had a lot of people on fans buy in last game Yeah, with his explosive plays that he had. And he also, I was listening to a different podcast today, and they were saying how he leads the NFL in explosive plays, which I guess is somehow measured. It's like something with plays over 12 yards rushing and then 20 yards passing, and he leads the NFL in those. And he missed a full game and half a game. Yeah. So that's that's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. I think the Colts got that one. Yep. I, th- I think so, too. Moving on to the next one is going to be a game that I don't think is going to be very close. It's the Giants at the Dolphins. Dolphins just lost to the Bills. This just feels like one where they're going to be pissed, have a little chip on their shoulder, and drop another 50 points on a team. Dolphins? Yeah, Dolphins all the way. I don't I don't see the Giants holding up. I mean, I see Daniel Jones getting a lot of rushing yards, always running for his life. Dolphins don't have that great of a defense. But I still see them outscoring the Giants. Like, I think the Dolphins' defense can do enough to blow the Giants out. Yeah, I think so, too. Their offense is just going to put up too many points for the Giants yeah. to compete. I mean, if this was – obviously, I'm, like, making up scenarios now. But, like, if the offense wasn't as good as it was, I think this could be a little bit closer because I'm not high in the Dolphins' defense at all. But they're these offenses can't hang with each other. Like, Dolphins will just pull away, absolutely. I don't. Yeah, the Giants' defense can't hang with that Dolphins' firepower. No, no, absolutely not. Not that this matters at all, but they just picked up Claypool. I'm kind of excited. I picked him up in fantasy, and I'm thinking it's going to be a good spot for him. Like, hopefully he turns it around because I think, like, he tarnished the relationship with the Bears. I think it was already a bad relationship before it even hit the media. I. It kind of had me thinking that maybe they're thinking of trading a wide receiver. I, I don't uh, I don't offense? think like Hill or anything, but maybe Waddle, or like maybe one of the other wide receivers that they have. Trading wait, you think trading away? Really? I mean, I don't know if it'll happen, but it had me thinking it. Okay. I mean, you you go and trade a wide receiver. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when Waddle was out, they um, elevated, um, chosen Anderson. I think is his name now. He's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not good. Yeah. But they elevated him, and he's still on their roster. 
and then they go and trade for Claypool while Waddle's still healthy. So I like, like they ha- their wide receiver room's huge now. Like what? It just feels like, unless it's something to do with fatigue, to where they yeah. kind of want to make other thinking. people do it. Yeah, because you're kind of just putting so much pressure on Hill and uh, Waddle. You're trying to figure out. I don't even know who their third wide receiver is. Oh, Braxton Berrios. Oh, I thought it was Sherfield. He must be fourth. I think he's fourth. I think Berrios is third now. Okay, Sherfield. You got Sherfield as well. He's he's okay to me. Um, but picking up Claypool, I think they want to test him out because his contract's up um, at the end of the season. It's just a one-year thing then? Uh, the tr- Well, his contract expires. It was a trade. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just a – Still a one-year thing. Yeah. I didn't see anything about a contract being extended or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it's just until his contract is expired. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe they are just trying to find, like, a better third wide receiver and then they cut, like, Chosen or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see – he's been bouncing around, trying the name change. And nothing's working for him right now. Chosen, that is um, – Claypool, a big target. I think it will help. Like, I've always liked Claypool with the Steelers because he reminded me of Martavis Bryant, that big target um, that can just go up and get it. I think the Steelers, like, did okay. I mean, I think he did okay with the Steelers until he didn't, you know. Yeah, I've personally never been high on him, never been a fan, but he's going to be in a system where he's not even – top five target on the offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, the defense isn't worried about him compared to Hill, Waddle, their running backs, their tight end. Like He can, and he they, can flourish in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That might just be the recipe that he needs to do good. Yeah. So, he could, if he shows out with the Dolphins, gets good tape, because that's all you need. If you look good on tape, another team will come and pick you up. Like, yeah. I don't think he's going to be – if he is a free agent, I don't think he's going to be a free agent for long at the end of the season. Um, but I think we both pretty solidly picked the Dolphins here. Dolphins by man. Dolphins by nine. Yeah, it's gonna be by a bunch. Uh, moving on to the next game, we have the Saints at the Patriots. I was like trying to think of what to talk about in this one, but they're kind of like the same team. Yeah. Uh, my only thing here, I think the difference is Belichick, and Belichick doesn't like to be embarrassed. Like I'm sure he let those guys have it. Uh, his team, he looked so pissed off when Mac Jones was out there fumbling, throwing picks. I mean, I think uh, Belichick bounce, bounces back from this. I know they're going to be in New Orleans. Nah, you give me Belichick in seven, man. It's uh, it's at With Patriots. Some. So it's a home at, game for him. That's even better. Yeah. I got it written down wrong. That's even better. I mean, I'm also wondering if they're going to start Mac Jones because they benched him last game. Because, I mean, quite frankly, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, they're kind of like the same quarterback. You're really not getting anything better than the other, in my opinion. Yeah, I like Zappi. I I liked him um, when he came in for a few games. But Mac Jones, he gives you – it's so frustrating with Mac Jones because he gives you little spurts where it's like, okay, okay, he's doing good. I think we can roll with him. Then he plays like he did last game. Which is like, okay, maybe this is not the fucking guy. It's kind of like – he gets, he sits there and does okay, and then he gets beat up and does bad. And then Zappy comes in, he does okay, then he gets beat up and does bad. Then they'll put Mac back in, he's healthy now. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's like a revolving yeah. door of just like, they do okay until they just kind of get their ass whooped a little bit, and then they just switch. Yeah, That's Belichick what they did last knows. Year at least, so. I think um, Belichick knows, not the guy. I, th- I think I'm going to pick the Saints on this one personally. But 
it's a coin flip in my opinion. This feels like a very 50-50 game. I, I don't. I, I guess I'm, I'm picking the Saints, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Patriots just because I like Belichick. <laughs> it might. I mean, he is one of the greatest coaches of all time, so. Moving on to the next game, we got the Ravens at the Steelers. Uh, Ravens get quite a few people back. They're getting Humphreys back. They're getting OBJ back. I think they're getting an offensive lineman back. On the other side of the ball, we got Kenny Pickett, who I think is going to play now. Pretty, I think it's pretty all signs pointing towards it. But they just got their ass whooped by the Houston Texans. I'm going Ravens on this one, and it shouldn't be close, but it's a divisional game, so it probably will be closer than it needs to be. Um, I just I have a hard time with the Steelers offense right now. Yeah, so so do I. Um, I think this game, the Steelers defense has a bounce back game. Uh, I don't see any real receiver threats on the Ravens divisional game. I think our defense will save us. But I also, I also think some changes will be made. Maybe not changes that are obvious in the media right now. But I trust Mike Tomlin. He, I feel like he has something up his sleeve. He's one of my top five coaches of all time, too. I mean, the guy's fucking great with his quotes. He just says shit <laughs> and walks off. It's like, look, get it or don't get it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but, he's he's kind of like a, we were kind of talking about earlier, like random crackhead advice. He kind of reminds me of that shit, dude. I'm he just you, says the most random shit sometimes. I'm telling you, nephew, today got to end <laughs> at the end of the day or some shit like that. <laughs> but if he says it, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you, but you buy in if he says it. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I got I got the um, I got the Steelers having a bounce back game here. I gotta kind of call you out on that a little bit because I'm pretty sure you've only picked the Steelers to win in every game. Yeah, and we we've seen what's happened so far. Is that right? I, I'm pretty positive you've picked the Steelers to win every single game so far. Bro, I cannot have anyone pull up this tape <laughs> and say you won against us on this in the Steelers organization, man. So look. Whenever it's a Steelers game, man, I'm going positive all the way. I'm biased. I don't care. No, 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 no. Uh, this can be, a th- in all seriousness, this can be a tough game for us. But, I, man, I just like playing the Ravens because I just feel like we have their number. It doesn't matter who we have back there at quarterback. We're going to make it a game. It can be anybody's game, but my, for my pick, I'm going to go Steelers because of the rivalry. So, yeah. You might be right. I might have to check back on my notes. I might have picked the Steelers every damn game. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but I, I do like the rivalry aspect of it, how you guys play them well. I, I yeah. do like the logic behind that, though, because that's a serious thing with divisional games. Yeah, it, and it's crazy because it's like I'll pick the Steelers. I think I remember that when I picked them versus the Texans. I picked them because I'm a Steelers fan, but I also said the game will be on our cornerbacks. To win us the game. I didn't say defense. I said our cornerbacks. <laughs> and they got trashed. I mean, the fucking cornerbacks were not there. This game, I'm just putting on the defense. Defense has to save us. I don't have nothing for the offense. I don't think they're there at all. So, unless the unless the defense comes out there and score 14, 14 points. Yeah, so you think if that game. the Ravens come out hot, probably a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, if they put up like 20 points in the first half. I think that's a rough one. Damn, that means the defense just rolls over. 20 points, I mean, to an extent. 20 points? Then I feel like you get a few plays That's like that 20 to good. 6 in the first half. That's what we're saying. Yeah. 20 points, that's scoring every drive. No. That is. You got to think about possession of the ball. 
Maybe they do. Evenly maybe. possession game in the first half, that's scoring every drive to me. Okay, that's so crazy. what if they put up 14 in the first half? In the first half, yep. 14? Yeah, that's normal. But do you think like the – because then if they were to repeat it in the second half to put up 28, do you think the Steelers' offense has a chance of pitting up 28? No, no. Yeah, neither do I. And I just think – I think it has it, to be under 20 in my opinion. I think – yeah, and that's where the defense comes in. I think yeah. the defense just has to be there. Mm-hmm. Has to be there. They don't have any big threats. I don't care what you say. I don't have any big threats on the receiver and not worried about Odell Beckham. I'm not worried about Odell either. Yeah, if the only two people on their team – and that's Andrews and Zay Flowers. And Okay, Flowers, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I, and I don't think he's like solidified himself as that big threat yet, but – I feel like he's just one of those players that can just go off. He can catch the deep ball, yeah. Yeah, so. But besides those two, no, I don't really think they have much. Moving on to the next one, we got the Bengals at the Cardinals. This game shouldn't be so fucking hard to pick between. But it is. And I know we said they've had must-win wins, must games for the Bengals. But this one feels like if they really lose to the Cardinals, their season's just fucking dead. It, it genuinely feels like they cannot lose this game in any way. I don't think I don't think they're losing this game, even though they could easily lose the game because the Cardinals put up a fight. Cardinals are feisty. They're a very feisty team, and they really only lost when off they couldn't keep up with an offense. Yeah, this Bengals offense hasn't taken away anyone yet. No, not at all. I just uh, as much as I don't care about the Bengals, I just don't see myself going. Picking Cardinals, I just it, – it's it – It's going against logic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's going against what should happen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, the Cardinals can very easily go out here, play good football, and win that game. But I just don't think Jamar Chase is going to let that happen. I think he gets 100 yards this game, 100-plus yards, because he can easily get 100. It's actually crazy how easy he can impact the game and just get 100 yards. I just feel like three passes – He's already at 100 yards. So, I think Jamar just has a game he's supposed to have. If T. Higgins doesn't play or if T. Higgins is not getting the looks he gets, Jamar is getting all the love. Yeah. And this is going to make me sick because I think we both only hit on one upset of the week. And this feels like the safest upset of the week to pick for me, but I'm not going to do it because the fucking Bengals need to win. But if the Cardinals win, I'm I'm be so sick. I'll be so sick over this because I, I we're getting to my upset of the week, yeah. and I think my upset of the week is definitely more controversial. But yeah, God damn it! If it's like my brain's telling me, I don't know, I don't know. Cardinals better not fucking win. I'm gonna lose my mind. I, I'm gonna be looking forward to that game, that and the Steelers game. I don't think it's happened. I'm going Bengals. Next game we got is actually going to be my game of the week. It is Eagles at the Rams. Now, this is fully depending on Stafford's health, if this is like a really good game in my opinion. Because he did get beat up against the Colts. He struggled really hard health-wise in that fourth quarter. But they're getting Cooper Cup back. Puka's been going on a fucking tear. And I just feel like their offense can hang with the Eagles, and their D-line is full of monsters. Obviously, Eagles have if not the best O-line, but it just feels like a good matchup to have a good game. Yeah, it's, it is going to be a good game. I'm not too sure if the defenses will allow it to be the game we're expecting. Like, Eagle, to me, Eagles, I don't know, that offense can hang with the best of them. doesn't matter what defense you put out there. 
but I think the def the defense of the Eagles is okay enough to hang with the Rams. Um, I mean, unless they did just let Washington go crazy on them last week. The Rams, uh, Eagles, Eagles. Oh, see those games there. I don't. You think it's more like divisional shit? Divisional, yeah. Divisional games, are, like I said, are automatically three-point games. I'm talking to, like, I can't go anything higher than three. Even if it happens, you go back in history. You more look often those, than not. Yeah. Three-point three point game. Um, it's like you've been playing that team two times a season, and you know what they're going to call. You know the coaches. You know their schemes. But this game here, I think it may go different. I think Eagles win by maybe eight. Okay. Eight. Yeah. I think it's going to be closer than that. I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I could see it being very high scoring. Um, the Eagles have shown us they can let up a lot of points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It's not, like, unrealistic. Or they, they've also shown us they can completely dismantle an offense. Yeah. I think if Stafford's banged up and hurt still, that's probably more the route it'll go. Yeah, I think the um, in order for the Rams to win the game, which is, may not be hard to them, is they win it in the air. Like, the Eagles, I see them – Stopping Kyron Williams, like if you hold him under what eighty yards, don't let him make much of an impact. You're good. Now you just have to worry about the other weapons: Cup, Tutu, and um, Puka. Yeah. Oh, you said Tutu. Tutu. Yeah, yeah, Tutu Atwell. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this game. I think it'll be a pretty good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one as well. I'm gonna have to put up like six TVs. <laughs> yeah. Same. Uh, next game we got not as exciting Jets at the Broncos. Um, fuck, I don't know. There's really not even much to talk about on this one, to be honest. I'm gonna go Jets because their offense was riding a little high from that Kansas City game. Felt like some things were clicking. I would like to see that momentum keep going. And the Broncos have the worst defense in the NFL, if not in fucking history. So this is a game where if it's gonna keep going, it will in this game. Yeah, I'm. This game, I'm going Jets plus three or whatever the fucking spread is. I don't know what it is. Alternate spread plus three because I think the Jets, uh, Jets can hang around with the Broncos. That They have a great defense. That Their defense comes to work every day, plays their ass off. Um, and Broncos, I just don't think their defense is good. I think they're going to make Zach Wilson uh, look good. Yeah. Like Zach Wilson cleans up his turnovers. I think he's good. I think he's good this game. Like I'm, yeah, I think he's good this game. I'm not gonna say good overall, but this game he has a great shot. Yeah, I agree. I'm going, the, the I'm going. I'm going Jets too. The Broncos just came off a win, so they might be turned up. Who knows? It could also just be their instant letdown because yeah. they, you know, you get a little bit of a dump after you get a your first win. Kind of felt like nothing was going right. Yeah, I'm not high in the Broncos in pretty much any way, shape, or form. I think their offense is solid. I'm not saying good or bad. I think it's just solid. But when your defense is that fucking bad, you can't have just a solid offense to win games. Definitely. You got to outscore every team. Yeah. And just defense is real. So Yeah. Hell yeah. Moving on to our next 425 game. We got the Chiefs at the Vikings. I'm going to regret this. The Vikings are my upset of the week. Same. Yeah? I got, I got them too. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Both. We're going to be on the Kirko train. Yeah, both defenses let up. I mean, they give up points. Uh, Patrick Mahomes out there just tossing the rock anywhere. He feels like he's got this game at all times. But I feel like, yeah, this is going to be the game where Kirk throws four touchdowns 
maybe 350 yards. He's going to look good. I think this is that game. I think so, too. When I was writing down the upside of the week, that's kind of what I had imagined in my head as well. Yeah. And this Chiefs, I know, like, we've said this, or people have said this, like, in years past, like, every year after the Chiefs fucking win. It generally doesn't feel like the same Chiefs as last year. It feels, you know, Eric benemy has gone. He's Eric bien good. He's a very good offensive coordinator. I really wanted to see him get a head coach job, but he didn't. Uh, I mean, it feels like they don't have an explosive playmaker besides Kelsey, and even then it feels like he hasn't done that. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. thing where he sheds seven tackles and gets a touchdown somehow. Yeah. I mean, maybe that happens this game because the Vikings defense is bad. It's a bad defense. It's just this, I don't know. It, it feels feels like an upset to me, and I'm going off my gut, which is the worst thing to possibly fucking do when you're trying to bet any kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm going, I'm going Vikings on this one for sure. Yeah, Vikings, they got the firepower. Uh, I just don't see it with the Chiefs this game. They kind of look like a normal team. They're not the, that team that we know, that firepower team I'm used to. So, yeah, I'm going Vikings. Maybe plus three. I'll go plus three. I think plus three, too. Yeah, so I'll spot them. Spot them something. Going on to our primetime Sunday night game. Just an absolute fantastic game on paper. We have the Cowboys at the Niners. I, this, the Niners should win this game, in my opinion, because I think the Niners' offense is better than the Cowboys' offense. Both have really good defenses. Cowboys probably have the edge on defense, I would assume. Um, I know Micah Parsons is a little banged up, so I don't know if he's at 100%. He's like their guy on defense. But this game should just be – this should be a really good fucking game. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any team in the league stopping McCaffrey. Um, I know that the Cowboys they play at a high level on defense, but that offense, man, like Forty ers offense, man, I don't know. Ayuk's been just going fucking nuts when he's healthy. Yeah, you got Debo who can just pop off at any moment. They just play like the other team is set to like rookie mode. Like the defense is set to rookie mode. And the offense of the fucking 49ers is set to Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's like playing practice in Madden. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know how McCaffrey's doing this shit. I think this could potentially be a very bad Dak game. It, Easily. It's yeah. kind of one of those things that's kind of creeping on me. Where, like, on paper, this should be a very close game where, you know, it, it comes down to maybe a field goal or even just, like, someone just had the extra touchdown. Yeah. If Dak fucks up, he's he. I I don't like Dak, man. I don't fucking like him. Um, it just feels like he does just enough to stay on the team and be like, oh, like no, he could, he might be able to win us a Super Bowl, but he's not. Like he's not going to. Yeah. Like, nah, he's hasn't proved much. I mean, those weapons are around him, but I don't see him playing any better football than really your average quarterback. Yeah, no, I've I've never been like, holy shit, Dak like had a crazy game. He was making crazy throws. He was yeah. doing this and that. It's like normally when he has crazy games, it's mainly because his playmakers just went off. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's playing at the same rate as Cousins to me, maybe yeah. even less. Yeah, like I if agree. we're talking solely players, put the records aside, Cousins is playing better. Yeah, I agree. I'm going Niners all the way on this one though. Yeah, Niners uh, by six. Maybe even more, but I'm going six. Moving on to our Monday night game. Not nearly as exciting. We got the Packers at the Raiders. This is kind of a weird one, too, for me. Because it's the Raiders' offense on paper should be really good. 
they they got some weapons, but it's just not. So, I mean, I'm going to pick the Packers here because I think they're the better overall team, and they've proven they could put up more than fucking 17 points. Raiders haven't. So, I going Packers on this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably... I'll probably go Raiders. Um, yeah, I picked the Raiders for this one. I think it's going to be like a high-scoring game. And I think Devontae Adams changes this game. But I don't want to count out Green Bay because they know how to come back. Like the second half of what, last game, I think it was? Yep, and the game before. Yeah, and the game before they came back. I mean, last game they didn't win, but the one before that they did. But they just know how to dial up a um, comeback. That's pretty scary. But I still I still got Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm going to watch this because it's a primetime game, but if this was like a 1 o'clock game, I'd have like zero interest of really tuning in, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's too many other games on. But those primetimes, it's like nothing else is on. I'm forced to watch it. No, yeah, they need – I'm going to stick to this. They need to start flexing shit earlier. Um, and, like, maybe it's not fair because, you know, some teams are, like, better going into midseason or near that second half. But when a team's been not fun to fucking watch early in the season, yeah, two weeks from them not being fun to watch, they're not going to be fun to watch then. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So it's like at a certain point, let's stop fucking around with these annoying-ass yeah. um, primetime games, man. Yeah, no. I'm, I am excited to see the Packers um, receivers. Dobbs, Watson, I, I do want to see them. And I'm, I'm hoping Jordan Love turns it around, like plays consistently well. In the whole game. Yeah. That is all we got for week five predictions. I'm I'm hoping my upset finally hits. I've been riding that high of the Lions upset on Kansas City, man. But I, I need this one. I need this one bad. Starting to feel like I'm losing hope on myself. Hell yeah. Same, man. I think we're good with the Vikings. We might be safe. Let's, let's go Kirk Owen. Yes, sir.